Hello and welcome to Tea O'Clock. With Kella. Bring your tea. And leave with more. Oh, this is exciting. Welcome to the episode of our podcast where we're actually in person. Oh my God. For the first time. Can't believe it. I, we're currently sat across from each other in Kerry's yeah. bedroom. Very surreal. It is. It's so strange. The sun is shining. Yes. It's a lovely day as well. Um, we're taking a break from revision. And I'm just not used to it. It's so weird. I'm like, there's no screen between us. We have more than just a head and shoulders. Yeah. It's real. It's very exciting. So wow. Like, we're both drinking tea. Like, tea that I made for you. I know. It's really nice. Oh, really nice. But I'm, I'm glad. This is crazy because what are we on now? Like 21? 21. And it's 21, right? The first one we've done in person. Yeah. That's it's crazy. It's just like kudos to us that we, for so long, managed to keep it going. Not even yeah. being together. So. I'm impressed with us. Yeah. I think this podcast is going to last for years. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. Oh, we, um, I don't know what's happening next week or week after. Mm. But, so we didn't obviously have an episode out last week. Because it is exams, as we said last time. So we'll see how it goes with how frequent we'll be. But we tend to be like never more than every two weeks. Yeah, but... So we shall see. But we wanted to chat today anyway because we're like, it's too much revision. Yes, we need to clear our heads a little bit from revision. So we're going to talk about a film we really didn't enjoy. (laughs) No, we liked it. But just the ending. Yeah, the ending was annoying and the... They didn't explain everything, but yeah. before we get into that, <gasps> yeah, what what have you been consuming? Oh my god! Okay, let me think. Oh, I started reading called La Sombra del Viento by Carlos Ruiz Zafon. I'm I'm just reading. It's it's on my um, little cabinet. Yeah, um, it's about a library an author who doesn't exist i don't know i've not got that much into it so i'll come back and let you guys know what i think about that one (laughs) um i have been listening to oh the new single of in the heights came out which i said to ella yesterday and it's so different it's really exciting i haven't listened to it yet they changed different characters in it like different parts some of the words so that's really cool you should check it out and what have I watched apart from us watching the movie yesterday? <laughs> oh yeah, so I've been watching Drive to Survive. I don't know if I said that last time. No, I don't think I don't you know did. if I started then or not. But I have almost finished season two. Um, for people who don't know, it's about F1. It's like a behind the scenes thing. And it's so interesting because I've been watching F1 with Georgina. And she's been slowly getting me into it. But behind the scenes really made me appreciate it a lot. Like it's not mm. just people driving around there's a lot that goes into it so i really recommend it even if you don't like f1 because it's just intense but what have you been consuming i feel like i'm just going to be regurgitating what you already know but no i, one know, else I was knows. just I'm not saying that i literally <laughs> told you this yesterday <laughs> but i've both read and watched jane eyre this week yeah. so i finished reading it and watched the film with michael fassbender in it that's mm-hmm. on netflix Really, really enjoyed the book a lot more than I thought because I thought, oh, it's just gonna be a boring classic, but mm-hmm. actually, really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. The film, not so much. I did, I did still enjoy it, but I mm. think that's because I, the book was so fresh in my head and exactly. I knew everything that was going on yeah. and could add all the extra bits mm. in my head to the film. Like it's exciting to see it come to life. Yeah. I like to see it? them interact, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think we were saying yesterday it should be a TV series because yeah, then they'd be able exactly. to get everything into it. 
And then I have been listening to... I was listening to David Bowie yesterday when I was mm. revising and realised that I literally only know about five of his songs. So it was like <laughs> discovering new music, <laughs> which was great. It was a great kind of like chill vibes that I needed whilst revising. Mm. So yeah. Did you discover a song in particular that you now really like? Not really, because I didn't pay any attention to the names of on. the songs. Yeah. I just had it on in the background, but I'll definitely listen to it mm. more and then come up with a bit more of a bank of yeah. good songs that I like. So yeah, that's me. Oh, it's funny because a lot of the reason... Well, how, how do I even speak? How <laughs> well, a big reason for me for doing this podcast was... Not with us not being able to be together all the time, it's nice for us to have something where we know we can chat each week and update yeah. each other on what's going on. But it's funny now that we can see each other all the time, and I feel like, especially because we watched this movie together last night and we already spoke about it, it's funny because you already know everything and we're just saying it again. But it is nice to go over it again, yeah. But obviously, I want everyone to listen, we feel in, but I it is it, yeah. very weird how it how all the other ones have been yeah. when like we don't talk every day well we do talk every day yeah. but not like in person no so. but it is i just think it's really i don't know it's heartwarming yeah that we already have been able to speak about these things in person to yeah. say them again it's so exciting that we couldn't do that before and now we can yeah and we can refine our thoughts because <laughs> at the end of the movie i was like what? <laughs> what i think we both were yeah we should probably... Um, oh, we haven't even said what we're Yeah, I was going to say, I was trying to think, how, how do you even say that? Like, the anticipation, we've been building up a yeah. lot. Well, no, because it'll be in the title. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about it. <laughs> but now we'll actually get to yeah. the su- subject of this. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about Stowaway. Yes. Which is a new Netflix film. So, Stowaway, what happens? Well, it's got Daniel Day Kim in it. That's the first thing that you should know. Yes. Anna Kendrick, Tony Collette, and introducing a new guy who I've I'm on Google right name. now. Um, <laughs> basically, actually, no, I can't multitask. You're gonna have to wait for me to find <laughs> out what he's called. So those three are the team of astronauts or scientists, whatever, yep. and they go up in space and they find this stowaway guy on the plane. Who is played Rocket. by... Spaceship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> Who is played by Shamia Anderson. Did I say his name? I know. He was really good in it, to be fair. Mm. So, yeah, that's all the people in it. Um, so, they are going to Mars to do some research there um, on how we could live there, yep. potentially. But the issue is that they find this stowaway guy, Michael, and then... When they find him, the thing that takes all the carbon dioxide out of the air breaks. Yeah, I think they call it like the CDR or yeah. something. Oh God, Look at me. <laughs> and so because of that, then they only have enough oxygen for three people to get to Mars. So then they're like, oh, Michael's got to die. Whoops. But then it's about them trying to make sure he doesn't die and how they're going to get enough oxygen to get to Mars. Yeah. But so. then, it then happens that they only have enough oxygen for two people, <gasps> because, Ma- no, David, is his name David? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, David. I didn't know whether I said David or Daniel then. He, like, grows his algae to try mm. and help take the carbon dioxide out of the, a- out of the plane, mm. not plane, <laughs> <laughs> out of the rocket's atmosphere, but then, like, both his batches of algae end up dying, mm. so they only have enough for two people. Yeah. So then you've got to figure out who stays yeah. alive. And we'll spoil it for you. 
So yeah. turns out Anna Kendrick's character Zoe, she dies. They have enough oxygen for the three of them. Yeah. So yeah, Michael doesn't die. She does. Interesting choice. And they so you it just ends on her dying, and they're still on their way to Mars. And you imagine that they're going to get to Mars, and God knows how they're going to get back. What's going to happen? Well, no, and then. Um, David hasn't got any of his algae to well, like grow anything on Mars. Yeah. So his research is gone. Yeah, David destroyed his research to keep them alive. So and Anna can't do her do research because she's, she's dead. dead. And I don't even know if what was Tony Clark called? Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, oh, actually, it says on here, Marina. I never Marina. heard them say I'm, Marina. Did they I think say they, that? they called her like Captain or yeah. something instead. I know, but Marina, I didn't know she's doing research, she's just in charge. I thought, yeah, I thought she was just on flying with Yeah, Michael just does repairs, Yeah. so he can't do any research. So I, I, there's nothing for them to do when they get there. So they should have just turned around. This is, uh, this is the thing that underpins the whole movie, which I think is a serious flaw, unless we just haven't gotten gotten a bit, okay. gotten just, I don't know. But we don't understand why... Couldn't they? As soon as they had the issue, and they're like, there's not enough oxygen, why couldn't they turn around? Because they were way closer to Earth than they were to Mars. Yeah, and I'm still not entirely sure, because they reasoned out the whole why they couldn't get more oxygen sent to them, because they were travelling so quickly Mm -hmm. through space. But surely they would have been able to, like, change their course. Yeah. To go back. Because I think the issue, they said they didn't have enough fuel to turn around. But they are going to have to go back. Yeah. Anyway. Unless they were going to refuel on Mars. Had they already sent I more fuel maybe. to Mars. But surely they hadn't set off that much. They must have had enough fuel to turn around. I don't know if they just meant like they wouldn't have enough. If they would, if they turned back, they'd have to have bought the whole thing. And not yeah. even do their re- I'm, I don't think they made it clear anyway. No, so unless we missed it. something yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't very clear. I feel like overall, it's no tenet, but I did say to Ella, it's the most confused I've been about a movie since watching. Yeah. That. I don't know, I just think because to someone like me who's not scientifically minded, I think, why can't they just do that? Mm. And then I need someone to just dumb it down and say they can't do that because of this. Yeah, and they could have easily just had a line like that because they did that mm. with why they couldn't be like restocked with stuff. So yeah, could have done I got that, that made sense because we said that. It's like, oh, yeah. they should just do that, and then they said that. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to do that. So, if anyone knows more about space travel than we do, yeah. please explain to us why they couldn't turn around. Mm. <laughs> right at the start, they had an issue with the fuel yeah. with their takeoff, and they decided, oh, we still have enough. It's fine to get there. And she but, nearly clicked the abort yeah. switch. So, why could she not just abort then? I guess because it's a question of money. Yeah. And they'd have to restart it when it costs so much money before them to go back up again. Exactly. But that's just, it doesn't bode well, does it? No. And then another big issue. Mm-hmm. We have no idea why Michael was on the Don't ship. Don't even get me started. Okay, the whole film is called Stowaway, right? <laughs> it's about him. He's stowed away on this ship. They never ask him how he no. got there. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, He's, like, behind a panel that's drilled into the ceiling. And it's definitely not access from the other side, because it's just the carbon dioxide thing above him. And then it was him, and he was kind of half-clipped in, because I think he was meant to be, like, fixing it up or whatever before it went out. But then there was a big metal panel 
drilled over him. Yeah. So... I don't understand. It's the fact that there were the drill, like, it was drilled in, that she had to yeah. get the drill out. That does not make sense to me. I don't get how it could be an accident. And I know he said, oh, he had to do it. But how does it wind up from him being in there, sorting that out, to her having to, like, get physically get a drill to get him out I know. of there? doesn't make sense. At all. It's not... Oh. Well, we had so many theories right at the start about it, and it went in such a completely different direction. We were expecting there to be this, like, big thing of, like, foul play. We thought, oh, Mm. Michael's done it on purpose. He's going to, like, sabotage their mission. Yeah. Because he, like, seemed to fit in Mm. really well, really quickly with the others. But maybe there'll be a sequel, and we'll find out. (laughs) Find out what happens when he gets to Mars. Maybe he actually still is. We just haven't got to that bit yet. But I just, I do find it weird that they gave no exp- explanation yeah, at all. Because as you said, it's a whole, that's the title of the film and they don't explain it. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no. So, not entirely convinced oh, by that. To start with, I even thought that someone tried to murder him. I said, that's yeah. a specific <laughs> way to murder someone. I don't, I don't get it because well, he was injured, but it turns out I think he was just injured from the takeoff because he's not strapped in properly. Yeah. But I still thought, oh, this is someone trying to sneak him up in there as punishment and he got knocked out before mm. he's completely, he doesn't know what's going on. And then switched up, as you say, oh, he's here on purpose to sabotage. What's going we were on? so convinced. And we thought because they were so trusting of him we thought, and he didn't really remember exactly what happened and yeah. he just completely was so chill about it and just accepted him being there. Then I thought, oh my god, he's definitely here to do some damage. Mm. Bad. And then it just wasn't. It's was just it. We were actually going to Google and see if anyone has any theories and could explain. Yeah, but I, but I got too carried away with yeah. the to do any Googling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that is. Yeah. I feel like they could have done a lot with his character and with Zoe because yeah. there was a bit of a romance brewing there. And yeah, they could have yeah. done that and then it would have, I guess, maybe made him feel differently about the end mm. of it all yeah because then they realized that in order to get enough oxygen for four of them they could go to what they called the kingfisher was mm-hmm. that they called it yeah which was some other part of the ship they have to walk outside in space to get to it and like fill up oxygen canisters from there oh my god the tension <gasps> the tension in that <sighs> i don't even know how long that section of the film was but it so basically zoe and david go do their little weird tether thing to walk up these yeah. poles and get the oxygen and it's just anything could go wrong at any point oh, i was so nervous watching it and then a solar storm starts oh. to happen so they have to rush back and then she ends up not being able to fill up both canisters and then she drops one. Oh. so then they just end up back in the ship with no canisters at all and then that's the point when she decides to go and like yeah. sacrifice herself to get them the oxygen mm. because captain had a broken wrist yeah. from when Michael fell on her when he fell out the ceiling. Mm. Michael couldn't do the whole tether thing. Yeah. And David was tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he compared to her, he was struggling doing it. Wasn't yeah. He? When the first time around. Because I guess the two of them were never actually trained for any of that. They yeah. were just a scientist and a doctor mm. who just had basic space training. Yeah. That's true. Or she went into it. 
properly. And didn't drop that one, so that was good. No, she did that one very successfully, but... Yeah, and then she sat out, stared out into the solar storm, and you saw bits of blood come up on her suit, from where I don't know, getting, bits were... I guess it was getting, like, broken down right by the solar storm. I don't really even know what a solar storm is. When I said that, I was like, what did that actually mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. maybe this would work better if we had more... Space yeah, yeah, I think so because I, I didn't really know what was going on, and I think that would make me understand the enormity of the situation as well. Yeah, because I just didn't really get what they were doing, so well, I wasn't as. Yeah. Well, I was really tense when they were going climbing on those ropes and mm. thing when they could fall off in space. Like, don't hit the solar panels. Literally, because she kept going, oh, the power could go out to the entire yeah, ship if you like, touch oh. those. Yeah. But then it took them a while, even in the film, to explain why they were, where they were going, well, and why they were so going to I was so confused at the start. I said, I don't even understand them. They just, I thought they were just doing some research in a floating lab. Because <laughs> I kind of seemed what it, they didn't say anything. And then she was just like taking her blood. He was like measuring his plants. Yeah. And it took them a while to mm. say that they were going to Mars to try and yeah. source life. I, surely, do you think they're going to do a sequel? Because... I think a big part of me not liking it is I did like it as we were watching it, but I just feel like it ended strangely because they didn't achieve anything. I don't mean mm. like every, in every movie you have to achieve something, but it it probably like because it ended and you don't see them get to Mars and what happens then. Yeah. And I want to know what are they gonna do when they're there. So it's these people who have gone on a ship, and you still don't know why one of them's there. <laughs> And then one of them has to die, and in the end another one dies. Yeah. And then what, so what happens after that? I feel like that would be really interesting how they deal with her death. I think it would be. I don't know if yeah. they would actually make one. Because it's not even. A, it's not. It's just not a satisfying ending. No, because like we like we mentioned earlier, she's not there to do her research. Yeah. He can't do his. Because all of his stuff yeah, is so ruined. Yeah, nothing's really happening. Michael is just having a joyride to Mars. Mm. And then the captain's just doing her last journey. Yeah. So I don't know. Unless mm. there are other scientists already on Mars doing know. stuff. But actually, I don't think there was. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. But no, it did kind of feel like a bit of like a nothing film in a way. It was like mm. two hours and nothing really yeah. happened. They didn't really achieve anything. Yeah. I don't know how they would have explained all of that to like the yeah. people on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It reminds me of The Martian. And mm. um, at least with that, I like that he manages to set himself up with his own food and that yeah. on Mars and he managed to live there which is pretty impressive really, really cool and then he did get rescued yeah eventually I love that I thought it was heading in that direction of somehow it was all gonna work out fine yeah me too or at least have some huge really tragic ending I don't know well I guess it is sad that well it is sad yeah, she died yeah. but mm. it wasn't quite what I was expecting yeah and it's because as well we were saying about it's they had some backstory for the characters mm. But they could have developed them so much more. But I think that's a time constraint issue. Yeah. Also, so fair enough. But this is why I think it would work well as a mini-series. Because yeah. they could do flashbacks and show more of what happened during the characters' lives to drive them to be there. Because it's something they did 
touch on. Yeah. Um, and I think that would make it so much more interesting and like develop the relationships between the people. And you'd be so much more invested in yeah. each of them and you and, wouldn't like, want any of them to die because yeah. you'd, you'd know their backstories. Mm-hmm. And the only backstories we got was Daniel went to Harvard and had a wife. Zoe. She went to Yale. She applied to the program as a joke. Yeah, because she was like a doctor. And she also, there was a whole story about her with the life saving. Oh, yeah. But that was all there was with her. Yeah. Michael had his sister, who was back home, who, because their parents had died in the fire. Yeah. And he was like his sister's legal guardian. What about the captain? Apart from it was her last. See, I thought that we would find out more about what happened with her on her previous missions. I feel like yeah. they set up so much stuff. Surely this is only the first instalment. Mm. I don't understand that. Like, they say, for instance, I, what did the fire story add with leaving his sisters? I don't know. I think all that did was kind of show why I think he had such a connection with his sister and why he was so worried about her because, of course, right. he lost his parents in that fire. Mm. And so that explained why him and his yeah. sister were so close. Mm. I do think like a mini series would have worked mm. really well. But yeah. I think Netflix already have a space oh, mini series. Okay. Life on Mars? No, it's not that, it's something. Mm. I just if the thing underpinning it or driving it is a more dilemma of who yeah. should die, then I think it's important to have more backstory for the characters to not have you decide, but just to because it has it carries less weight if you don't know that much about the characters. Yeah, because you're not then emotionally invested in Yeah, it. and then you can be like, oh no, actually she should die because she's older. And you think, oh no, because this happened in his past. Yeah. And he live. I, I don't know, it make it a much more interesting discussion if you know more about them. But maybe that was the point and they thought, we just want to do it based on just black and white facts that you don't know that much. I don't know, yeah. maybe that they chose to do it that way, but personally I would have liked more information. Yeah, me too. I would, would have liked it to be more personal. I mean, because in the first place, why was it, Michael, that had to die? Is it just because he didn't have any research to do? I think that's the reasoning the captain gave. Well, she didn't give much reasoning, yeah. but I think it was her just being like, well, he's the one we weren't expecting to have. We're the ones who are actually have the mm-hmm. training to go to Mars yeah. and do what we need to do. That was the only reasoning. Yeah, because what she tried, isn't it, she said on the phone, is there any way that she could take his place and be the one to die? Mm. I guess because she's the oldest. Yeah, but I guess mm. she was the one who kind of flew the ship in the first place yeah. without her. Maybe he just had the least skills Yeah. Had. But then it is hard because, as I say, you don't know that much about them all. Exactly, it'd be a horrible situation to be in. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, you say, with the scene when... David goes and gives Michael the, I don't want to hear, thing to inject himself yeah. so he dies. And his reaction versus Zoe, who will do everything that she can to save, to save him. him. But this mm. is the thing, it's not like David's a bad person at all. He just eventually decided that he, it was weighing on his mind that maybe this guy being alive could jeopardise the lives of other people. Yeah, that's the thing, mm. it's like that moral dilemma, you know, with yeah. like the situation with the train track. Where they mm-hmm. say, like, there's one yeah. person or loads of people, do you switch it to just the one person mm. or do nothing and let the train get everyone? Yeah, it's still such a hard decision. So I think from that from that point of view, it showed how the different people... Yeah. Um, what's the word? Oh, my God, I can't think of the word. Basically how they deal with that situation, yeah. like, the different... Mm. Responses? Yeah, I think that's the word yeah. looking for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I've got an exam tomorrow. Ah, ah words. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, we're saving them all up for tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So here's another thing. I think they all acted really well in it. Yeah. And that's why I, they just seem to gel together. I get the feeling that the cast must have gone on just because it was so good. And because it was just the four of them. Mm. And I think there was maybe one other actor who was the gym guy at the beginning, but you only hear his voice. Yeah. All the other mm. times you'd only hear like one side of the mm. conversations and things. So I thought yeah. that was cool that it was a very small... Yeah, tight knit right. cast. But that's another reason why I would have liked more backstory because you have yeah. such a good opportunity with just these four people. And because oh, I so want another instalment because I definitely would watch it, I want to know what would happen. To see how these people go about living together. Because that's what I kept thinking, yeah. it's just them three or four for about two years, just them. Imagine being with just that amount of people for two years. That would be such an interesting series to see what happens on board, the tensions between them all. And they didn't they didn't show too much of the relationships between mm. them. There was the little bit with the Yale mugs mm. that Zoe brought with her to kind of like poke at David. Yeah. But it would have been mm. interesting to show like more of like the little conversations or like the little things that they all got up to during the days yeah because it jumped at one point from the saying oh he's got to die and Mm. then it was suddenly three days later yeah they could have done but then i guess it was already two hours long the Mm. film yeah so it's hard to fit all that in in the time but i this is what i said a lot i really wonder not necessarily how long that an edited cut was but just because obviously like that's with all movies that's super long Mm. but just which bits did they cut out because that's the thing, I just feel like you can tell that they cut out loads more yeah. than other films and it didn't, it felt a bit jarring. Yeah. So, hmm. It is interesting. Maybe they'll release like a three, Please. four hour long director's Why, cut just, version. I've got Googled right now. Why was he on the ship? I'm never going to go over this. That is the one thing that really wound me up about this and we got to the end. And yeah. I just think if they even explained that, I would have been happy with the movie overall, but just leaving it and still not knowing, because I feel like that is just the whole thing that we wanted to know about the yeah. entire film. And because the film is called Stowaway as well, I thought the entire film would like revolve around around the stowaway and like figuring out yeah. why he was there, then him like adapting to life on a spaceship. Mm. But he just was. He had like a little mini panic at the beginning yeah. when he woke up, but then he just fell into it all really quickly and I think that's why we thought there was some foul play involved because he seemed too calm with it all. Because mm. there's just no way that that ship could have gone off without them having yeah. expected it all and finding him there. Just no way. Exactly. He, just, he has no recollection of how he was not unconscious or how he was locked in the ceiling panel. So they just give no expla- explanation. That, that's it. That's all it says. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello? Are you kidding me? That's rubbish. Oh. They should have given the film a different name or something then. If they weren't ever going oh. to explain it. I thought that it would end up, they would go back and show how he got on the ship. Yeah. I thought that would be a huge thing, but no. Because there's no way, that couldn't have been like a crawl space that he was in because that wouldn't have been big enough 
at all. Yeah. So I just have no idea. What the heck? Even if he was knocked unconscious, accidentally whilst he was doing it, he hit his head. How is it that that panel bit yeah. was on him? And how did no one realise that did he was check? gone? Yeah. Because surely the ship would have been, like, they would have finished doing all the work to it probably a few days before mm-hmm. they then set it off. Yet from what the captain was saying, how it had been, like, 12 hours since they launched. Mm-hmm. Surely they wouldn't have been working on the ship right up until the moment it launched. Yeah. I do not get it. I'm so disappointed in the internet for not providing further explanation. I'll, I mean, I'll have a deeper dive later. So we need some fan theories. Yes, please, <laughs> thank you. This It just surely they have to make a sequel. This cannot stand alone. No. I don't understand There's it. too many unanswered questions. Yeah, yeah. Because also, Daniel Dakin put on his Instagram that he was super proud of this movie. Mm. And he is a brilliant actor. Anyway, but he is amazing in there. But surely there must be another one. Because how could Daniel be so yeah. proud of it? And then it have so many glaring plot holes. Exactly, I'm not sure. Because if- I trust in him. He is the legend. Yeah, so I, it'll be interesting to see what, like the reviews and things are like because i'm not sure there's that many yet because it only came out really recently Mm. but i probably will like keep Mm. looking and see see whether other people picked up or whether we're just being really nitpicky but But i don't thought it yeah because there are the big plot holes yeah Mm. that just not convinced Mm. it was interesting to see anna kendrick in a completely different world to normally though she did a good job yeah she did because she's not normally never seen her in a space film no, I, she normally does, obviously, Pitch Perfect, Into yeah. the Woods, rom commy things. Yeah, but I think she was also an executive producer. Yeah, I noticed at the end. So, cool. she's she's branching out with her career, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. We feel very unsatisfied. Yeah. I'll never be satisfied. <laughs> Singing Hamilton. <laughs> Can we take a moment to just quickly chat about... Daniel Deakin though because if now's as good a time as any to now, now is a um, really good have time a, also a, just a fan yep. event for and him. especially <laughs> because well, we both kind of grew up watching Hawaii Five-0 <laughs> that was probably the first thing I ever saw him in yeah oh, oh no because we googled him he'd been in because we thought I don't actually know what He's yeah, I can't what did we discover no he'd been in the Hellboy films yeah and um, he was in charge of the candle factory in Divergent yeah. which we were shook about don't we completely that. forgot yeah so I'd love to go back and see that we'll have to rewatch um, those films I don't know what else we discovered that he'd been in oh The Good Doctor and I think New Amsterdam yeah I, I have a seen feeling he's in that yeah I have a feeling I saw on Insta oh and he's in the new Disney film on Disney Plus which I wanted to watch but even though you have Disney Plus you have to pay uh, so sorry I'm not paying no, okay, <laughs> <laughs> no, Wait, what yeah. film is it? What's the new Disney film? Something like the name begins with R, and it's mm, and there's some kind of dragon. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, please <laughs> in that. But I just I just saw it on his Instagram and thought, oh, I wanna watch that. We can watch him and his cheekbones in Hawaii Five O. His cheekbones. <laughs> his whole like facial structure is just very impressive. He is such a model. Yeah. Wow. The cheekbones, the jawline. Yeah, all and of he it. has not aged a day. Did you see that? He hasn't. Thing that went round on Insta of him and his kids. 
and there was a photo. I, I did. No. Oh, like, they showed this photo from when they were tiny mm-hmm. with him, and then they recreated it. And Daniel literally looked the exact same <laughs> as he did however many years ago. It was amazing. He's like Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston. They just don't oh, seem to age. Yeah. I find this Paul Rudd meme so funny. <laughs> it's so true though. Paul Rudd just <laughs> looks the same. Too. He does, yeah. Oh, Daniel's that's... my favourite. Well, Chinho Kelly was my favourite on Five O. I loved yes. him. And him oh. in his motorbike. Ah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I loved it. I think it was all along in it. Hawaii Five O is just so good. We so need good. to do a Five O episode. We should. Day. That'll give me an excuse to rewatch. Yeah. Mind you, I don't really need an excuse to rewatch no, them. No. I've got, I think four and five here, maybe. Yeah, I've got seasons four and five DVDs here with me. Um, I was saying to Ella though that I don't know. I might wait till I'm back at home with my parents to watch them because <laughs> I don't like it. I think I need to feel in a very safe yeah, place it's scary with my parents to look after me because it, it's sometimes a bit. I don't know. Most of the time, it's quite. I'd rather say light-hearted because it's a crime show, but it's the most light-hearted crime show yeah. apart from *Is and Murders* that there is. Yeah, definitely. So it just yeah. It just reminds me of like after schools at home ed and i would always watch hawaii Five-O, and then there was this other like navy program can't remember what it's called but we used to love watching things yeah. like that oh it's great we can talk loads about daniel when we do that episode because yeah i missed him so much when he there no i wonder how many other people have watched hawaii Five-O, like I, of our friends I, I was surprised when you watched it because I mean it's only on Sky mm. and out of every like all the Netflix whatever that you get I don't it's know not. that many people that have yeah. Sing Now TV Sky so and I only watched it because they did it ages ago back when our parents were young mm. and my mum and auntie loved it so when they brought it back they wanted to watch it and they put some of it actually some of it i think is on bob because i think they put someone one of the random channels on oh, preview yeah. and that's how i started watching it and then we just got the dvd but yeah it's not the most accessible no. thing to watch so i don't know how many people have seen it as i said i only watched it because they'd seen the old mm. one so yeah i don't know if that many people have seen it i'd be intrigued to find out yeah because it's just so good, I feel like. So good. It's really funny. It's set in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, so cool. So it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's the best theme tune. Last night we just started singing <laughs> the theme tune. I'm pretty sure we sang like the entire yeah. thing of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the best theme tune ever. I yep. have to go on records and say that. Wow, better than Sex and the City? Yeah, I think Sex and the City comes in at number two. Yeah, yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, they're very much in the same vein, like, mm. theme tune-wise, not content-wise. Yeah, not content-wise. <laughs> it's funny how they're so different, but I love them both so much. Yeah, that's nice, though. It's got to have a bit of variation. Yeah, do you know what, though? Alex McLaughlin, who plays Steve, main person in 5 from what I'm saying. He was in the backup plan with J-Lo. So he has the backup done plan. But I can, rom-com. I can picture him in J-Lo. On, like the cover they of that film. They were really cute in that film. Mm. It was so strange watching him in that though, because he's just <laughs> you yeah. just expect him to like whip out his gun and like be finding murderers in Hawaii. I just feel so safe watching Steve. I know he's not yeah. a person, but but I get you. Yeah, I just and I watch him on screen and I'm like, oh, it's all gonna be alright. <laughs> Do you know what's crazy as well? Mm. Sorry, this is turning to a five hour episode when we've got another one. Oh, but we will dig. <laughs> But there is a lot to unpack with it anyway. Yeah. But did you know he's Australian? 
I had no idea. Yeah, because his wow. accent is so good. That's impressive. It's only because I watched an interview, mm. and yeah, I don't know if it's just because oh. we're British that it's hard to tell an American girl. Oh, that's really bad. Mm. But I just could not. I had no idea he was Australian. Yeah, but Scott Kahn, who plays Danny, his mm. sidekick, I guess. When yeah. I did the interview, he was saying that he thought Steve's accent, well, Alex's accent, was really good as well and he's married. That is impressive. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. What a turn this has taken with people tuning into our stowaway and now they're listening to us fangling over five O. I don't know, can we turn it into space again somehow? Space There are um, some good space films. I was about to say there was this space thing that was in the five O episode maybe <laughs> not. That. Okay, yeah, right, what other space films um have you seen? Interstellar. That's good. Is that the one you said I should watch with Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. I will definitely watch that. I love watching It's films. a little bit, like, mind-bending because they is it they a... deal with some, like, weird physics-y things, but they do explain a lot of it. Oh, because is this, what's he called, Tenet Guy, um, Christopher Nolan, that's yes, it. Yes, yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, because we were saying I think a I little bit about it, it when we did that episode. Yeah, I'd be interested to And it's got Anne Hathaway in as well. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. We mentioned The Martian. Yeah, that is a really good one. Creepy, because my dad is a spitting image of Matt Damon. Is he actually? <laughs> yeah, well, me, my family and I think so. We all came to that conclusion, and I didn't know that other people in my family thought that, but I mentioned it to my mum, and she said, oh my god, grandma said that. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. But The Martian's good. Um, yeah, I like that. It is quite tense though. With these it space is. films, it's always life or death situation. They always do like their little walkout on the thing. Like there's like yeah. a little tick list. They'll talk about slingshotting around a planet at some <laughs> point. I'm surprised that didn't happen yeah. during this. What else happened in space films? Well, they're gonna run out of oxygen depot. Yeah, not just in stowaway. Definitely. Kind of thing. Don't have enough food. In Endgame, they're yeah. gonna die. Yeah, just loads of lingo that I don't really understand. Germany. <laughs> They never show any of the mundane stuff. Wow. I say never. But mm. it's a bit hard. But see, I, I wanted to know, do you want to say about how, how do they wash their clothes? Do they have a washing machine on board? Yeah, I know. We were saying that. And we were kind of surprised that they were just wearing, like, T-shirts and, like, jeans and whatever, just yeah. on a spaceship. And like, do they... What about the thermostat? What's their heating set to? Because she was in a jumper. He was yeah. in a T-shirt. What about waste disposal? How does that happen? Because... So he had all this algae, then you're like, why didn't you just chuck it out the window? <laughs> um, Say, so like, where does that go? Do they have to keep all of their rubbish on board, or are they allowed to send it floating out in space? Probably not. Probably not, but they must do something with it. I'm not entirely sure, because I guess, well, in The Martian, when he's trying to grow his potatoes, mm. he's got, like, the silver packets with, like, their waste yeah. in that he uses, mm. like, in the soil. Yeah. But I don't know, do they just have like a, a room full of all their waste? I don't know. <laughs> I wish they did a full on tour. Yeah, I feel like I need to know more about spaceships and how yeah. they work. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't be an astronaut though. No. Like, all the, mm. like, the. Uh, yeah. The, like, Us the motion sickness, we can't do it. And the spinning. Oh, yeah. No. no, I could not. I'd be very disorientated. Mm. What other space films? Guardians of the Galaxy? That counts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Gravity. That does oh. make my head hurt watching that one. I have not heard good things about Gravity. 
I can't really remember what happens. I felt ill for most of it. Because uh, you know, like, the first section of this film when they're, like, oh uh, when they yeah. like, launching. That must made them so dizzy filming it as well. I know. Like, there's a lot of that mm. in gravity, and I think a lot of it, they're outside of the ship, and they're yeah. just, like, spinning and not a fan. Oh. oh, that reminds me. I wonder if anyone else has seen this. I said to Ella about this. This episode of Scooby-Doo, or it might be in the movie where there's this weird flash electric guy. Or I don't know, there's something to do with Waterman and they go in a G-Force machine and there might be a monkey. <laughs> and I don't know, I just want to know, tell me if you've seen that because it's, yeah, I've just been reminded that recently and I just know it happened and I can't place it and it's strange. Yeah, and I'm not that well versed yeah, in Scooby-Doo. I don't know. <laughs> Any other space films? I'm not sure. I don't really... I don't know. I feel like I've... I have watched a few, but I can't think of any names well, in any like of them. Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. I've not seen those, though. I saw one Star Wars film. I've seen the Star Wars, but not the Star Why Trek. Why did I just Google... I Googled Space Wars. <laughs> you were talking about Star Wars, that's why. Space. I watched... What was that Tom... Not Tom. Um, uh, oh, Ryan. George Clooney. Oh. oh, Ryan. Yes, the that's Ryan man first man. That's good. Yeah. I was going to say The Midnight Sun, because that's George Clooney, but I don't the know if... Sky, do you oh, mean? Sky, yeah. Is that set in space? Yes, it yes. is. It came up on the... It was all right. Not the best. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I'm not recognised. Oh. Ones that are coming out. But yeah, you did watch First Man, which I also did watch. Yeah, First Man. Oh, it's come up with Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, anything, all of the Marvel ones. Yeah. Most of them are space. Seen those, but that's a whole other thing. All of the type of space. Yeah, I don't know. Well, those are, I think, is the ones we've seen. We could, we haven't done any Marvel things. We should do that. There's a lot to We that. should. There is yeah. a lot. And any yeah. excuse to watch a Marvel film. Exactly. Yeah. Wh- which is your favourite one? I had a feeling that that question was coming, and I don't, I don't know because. Or oh, do you have like a top? Two, three, four, five, favourite. Just all of them. Love all of them. Oh, see, favourite superhero is a different question. Okay. That's Thor. <gasps> yeah. Obviously. He's up there. Oh, but I do also love, I love Iron Man. I love, oh. I just love them all. Oh. I love Captain America. Um, just all of them. The Guardians of the Galaxy films are good. Mm. Because I think that's when they started to use a bit more humour. Yeah. In the films, and they realised that, that was something they could do as well. Yeah. I guess the only one I didn't really like that much mm. is Infinity War, because oh. it felt like a bit of a, a filler and like a set-me-up, which I know it was, like oh, a setting yeah. up for Endgame, but I don't think it can stand alone as well as some of the others. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I love Ant-Man. Yeah! Because, well, this is the thing. My introduction to Marvel was I watched the Thor films and the Ant-Man films and maybe Guardians of the Galaxy ones. So, and I just, you know, I love Paul Rudd. So, yeah. Ant-Man for the win. Even though he's literally probably like, no one would say he's their favourite. <laughs> but then also Thor. So, yeah. I don't because I think they're special to me because they're the first ones that I saw. Mm. And yeah, and then I saw Infinity War and Endgame without seeing any of the others. <laughs> but you were so confused. And I was like, what is going on? Because, I mean, they've only... Yeah. So anyway, then I went back and watched them all. Mm. I don't know, maybe a year ago? I don't know. And now, obviously, I do, like, basically all of them. Yeah. So we can definitely have a good chat. 
on the episode about yeah that. we'll have to pick one to watch yeah also we can do a Paul Rudd episode please because <gasps> I've yes, seen a load of his films yes, definitely I can't think of like okay I was about to say I can't think of a bad Marvel film even though I literally just said Infinity <laughs> War was bad <laughs> well do you know here's the thing right Kira was watching our friend Kira who lives with Georgina who is our favourite person to come on here and she also lives with Georgia <laughs> yeah um <laughs> uh, anyway um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so Kira's been going back through watching with her boyfriend and they were watching Iron Man 2 and it turns out I have no clue what happened in it because I've... Is that the one with the other guy who copies the suit or is that Iron Man 1? I don't, I feel like Iron Man 1 I remember because that was obviously the origin story they were yeah. in the Middle East Yeah. and I remember Iron... Well, then I... Basically, I think I might have confused Iron Man 2 and 3 in my head but I know Ben Kingsley mm. is in Iron Man 3 and he's playing and Guy Pearce yeah but I was saying all this stuff and then I, which I thought was in both and then I got home and googled it and because everything I knew was just Iron Man 3 so I really have just a blank space and I don't know what happened in that one it's been so long since I've seen the Iron Man films they were probably the first Marvel films I saw were yeah. the Iron Man ones oh. so I think that's why I love Robert Downey Jr who we discovered yesterday is probably someone I've seen yeah. most of his films yeah I think we counted maybe up to like 12 yeah of his films which is mad. we've seen yeah yeah so we've got a lot of future episodes in the works yeah it turns even, out even yesterday when we were looking on Netflix we came out with loads literally so many films we've got to watch so um, bear with us for a Twilight series of yes. episodes yes definitely <laughs> listen it's my guilty pleasure I hop my hands up no I'm with you on that although I've not seen it for years I think because I was too ashamed. Yeah. And because I, I recognise that it is really trash. But that's okay. Yeah. We recognise that. Exactly. And we move. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. We're not going to bore everyone with just telling you what we're going to do the next no. <laughs> few months. I think now it's time maybe for fun yes. moments. Woo! <laughs> I have like, a vague idea, but I've not okay. actually, like, I have a category, but not. A specific Ooh. person, so you can go first. Okay. Well, mine is going to go to my mother yeah. this week because I've been away from home for a week, kind of sad, but it's also been very quick. But I've just, she's just perked me up, talking to me on the phone, messaging me loads, Aww. and just love her lots, and I miss all of them lots. So, yeah, goes to my mum. <laughs> we love you, Claire. <laughs> yeah. Big shout out to Claire. Well, I was thinking for mine, I don't know how to relate it to Soul, but because Soul won the yes. best animated film Oscar, and I just love it so much that someone with blonde hair who was involved in that film <laughs> needs to get the yep. shout out. But I don't know, Graham Lawson has kind of like ashy hair. Yeah. So, <laughs> does he count? I, know, I love him so much. Yeah, I would Graham. love him to be my dinner party guest. I think I said that on here before, actually. Yeah, he would be such so a good dinner party guest. Can he get away with having it? I don't know. Now yeah. it's got blonde hair in it. Well, no. maybe. I don't Unless, know the behind the scenes people. What's her face? Who's... Um, Tina Fey. Oh, she's not got blonde hair, has she? Why do I think she has blonde maybe hair? Maybe because you're making Amy thingy. <laughs> Why Why are they the same person in my head? Yeah. Weird. Or what's her face? And this isn't linked to Soul, but the woman who wrote Promising Young Woman, she, she's blonde and she won Best oh Screenplay. Oh my god. I, I don't know who wrote it, but I know, what's she called? Um, Kerry Mulligan is the main yeah, star in it. Yeah. She should get, yeah, because she is really good. 
Amy, okay, Amy's so grown up and she can have. <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined my shadow, that looks so good. I know, it does. Yeah. So, I hope you've all enjoyed this first episode in person. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be many more to come over the next yeah. month. Yeah. And we will see you all in the next week or two. Yeah. With a surprise episode. Yeah. Who knows what it'll be on. Yeah, and we shall see. Thanks for listening to Tea O'Clock with Keller. See you next time.